0: From within a troubled dream she heard the knocking, an urgent demand she fought desperately to ignore. Sleep was precious, and dawn would arrive too soon. Grasping the quilt that covered her, Keely Cochrane pulled it over her head and held it tightly around her ears, determined to make the sound become part of the dream and not something to which she must awaken and attend. But the knocking did not stop, Instead, it grew louder, more insistent, jarring her awake at last. She threw off the covers irritably. Her body ached with fatigue, and her eyes felt gritty, and she was annoyed at being denied even a moment of much-needed rest. But her irritation turned to alarm with the return of full consciousness. No one came calling at this time of night. Snatching up her cotton robe, Keeley ran on bare feet down the ancient wooden stairs to the back door. Come in! But before she could reach the door, a figure rushed in, slammed the heavy portal behind her, and leaned heavily against it, breathing hard. Even in the dark, Keeley recognised instantly it was her best friend and kinswoman, Genevieve Sloane. But her eyes were wide, and her hair was in wild disarray. Jenny? what is wrong keely cried hurrying toward her whatever are ye doing here at this time of night did minion send ye? is somebody ill keely reached for the light switch but jenny clamped her wrist tightly with a hand as cold as ice do not please do not turn on the light her voice was hushed breathy urgent none must know i am here what is the matter? Keely could feel the younger woman shaking. What on earth? Here, sweeting, sit ye down, I'll make ye tea. Deeply troubled, she led her friend to a chair by the small table in the kitchen and groped about in the dark for the kettle, her heart pounding, for she had never seen Genevieve in such a state. Placing the kettle on the small stove, Keely turned to her friend moonlight shone directly on her turning her fiery untamed locks to a billow of smoky gray and revealing extreme confusion and panic in her eyes what has happened keely asked again forcing a calm she did not feel help me jenny's voice was low and ragged you must help me she reached across the table and clutched keely's hand again i must leave here we must leave now tonight come with me keely let us leave this place for good like we've always talked about leave keely's skin prickled jenny that was just childish talk we were never serious Never in her twenty-five years had she been truly serious about leaving the tiny island they called home. Jenny set her jaw. I am serious now, she said. Serious as death. The prickle on her flesh crawled along her skin, and her stomach tightened. But, but why? Keeley knew Jenny was unhappy, that Alan Runyon— the village keeper, was insisting that she marry William Reedy, a man who at 42 was twice her age. But it was the law. It was their way on the island. One married the man or woman chosen for them by the council. As head of the council, Keeley's uncle, Alan, was charged with making appropriate matches to keep the bloodlines pure in the small, isolated island community of Keenodraig. For here, for centuries... The villagers had dwelt in peace, harmony, and good health as a result of abiding by the ancient laws. To break them was unthinkable. Jenny couldn't do this. She was making a terrible mistake. No one left the island, not the way she seemed set on. Everyone knew that bad things happened to those who left. It was the way of the dragon—